Project Kayfabe. What's up, homies? Welcome to Project Kayfabe, a wrestling and pop culture podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe. Today is February 1st. It's a Monday, and that means it's a pop culture episode for you guys listening. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Today on this episode with Finn, we're talking about WandaVision Episode 4. That is the main focus of the episode, but we do talk about some other things, like Harry Potter is having an HBO show come out in the near future. Uh, very interested to see where this goes, uh, so we talk a little bit about that. I asked Finn, what has he been watching lately? Just simply so then I could then respond that I watched Promising Young Woman the other day. I watched it with Lauren. Very interesting movie. You hear about what my takes were on the movie in this episode, and you also get to hear what Finn's been watching. It's a good uh, thing that he's been watching, so I'll let you wait until you hear that. Um... As always, just thank you, like I normally say. Um, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We've been posting on TikTok. That's at Project underscore Kayfabe. Just yesterday, a.k.a. Sunday, was the Royal Rumble. We did a live stream on there, Quad A and I. So if you're interested, we're going to be doing some watch-alongs, some watch parties to certain pay-per-views and whatnot. It wasn't as successful as I wanted it to be, but it's okay. We're a small podcast, so don't expect it to be jumping up right away. But uh, we gave it a try. I liked it. We're probably going to do it again. Maybe Elimination Chamber. Maybe Fastlane. Probably for WrestleMania Night 1 and 2. So let's just see what happens. But until then, we're going to be posting on our social medias and whatnot until we're ready uh, for content like our live streams. And I'm taking the one-shots. I'm putting them on pause for now. There will be a one-shot coming out within the next couple of weeks. Um, hopefully I'm figuring out what to do, but you know, you're going to continue to get your Monday episodes, your Wednesday episodes and content on our Instagram and our Twitter and our TikTok, whether it's on Twitter with me, we're live reacting to stuff, Instagram posting photos that you might like or little videos and reels and same thing on TikTok posting some videos that could be fun. I got a series on there on our TikTok, uh, which is about, um, weird wrestling merch, which is very weird. I will say that. Um, so with all that being said, let's get into today's episode. Okay, here we are with the boy Finn, of course. Finn, you look great. No one can see this because I'm not recording the video this time, but you got a real nice present behind you. What What do you got? Tell the people yes, what yes. you got. Uh, brand new... Uh... Baby Yoda, a.k.a. Grogu, thanks to uh, our boy Elio. Uh, it's great. Just just a great addition. I also have a kind of stuffed animal one type of deal, too. And I, honestly, I just need more in my life. I need more of this little fucker. Yeah, it's because, dope as shit. Especially because we might not see him next season, so I need more of him. Yeah, it's pretty sad not see him next week. I mean, next season. But hey, you got the you got the stuffed animal one, and now you got the one that's like in all the little TikToks and the memes and shit like that, which is good. Props to Elio for getting it. Props mm-hmm. for me for telling him to get it for you for Secret Santa. Props yes. to helping me get your gift. You know, hey, look you know, at that. It all goes around. Who knows each other better in this group than us? And you could say Greg does, but yeah, <laughs> but. It's Greg. Yeah. 
I hope he's listening. Last time he listened, so he did listen to last episode. He said he's he's been listening a lot more than the rest of our friends. But he, so, he's so fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, Greg. You exactly. Go. He's upset with me a little bit because he he knows I don't want the Chiefs to win, and so he's like, "Fuck you." I'm like, "Well, fuck you and your Chiefs." You know, I want you to suffer just like the rest of us. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice if he felt pain. Yeah, and you know what? So so be it. Um, so good to know he's listening. Shane listened last week. That's a big deal. Shane got to listen for the first time ever. And he said exactly what we thought was going to happen. We said our UFC like uh, takes were awful and our analysts, our analyzing of UFC is awful. And he agreed. It was fucking awful. That's when he, he after that, he didn't even continue to l- listen anymore. Well, our defense, when I was watching the UFC fights, I was quite inebriated so and plus i don't watch ufc that often so that's where that's the type of analysis you get on this show we're casual people yeah you give me the big money matches yeah they give me the big money matches i'm down if it happens to be on and there's nothing else important to go on i'll watch it but that's about it so fuck you too shane and Tom, you're probably not listening, or you will listen at some point, because then we're going to probably maybe guilt you, and then you'll be like, fine, I'll listen to him, and listen to every single one, like, fully, and then you'll hear all the stuff we say about you. It's all good. Yeah. Fuck you, Tom. Yeah, fuck you. Um, Before we, like, this is the only, I was going to say, before we get into news, there's only, like, one piece of news that I could that I could think about that's worth talking about with you, and then... I have something I'll ask you just so I can talk about one thing I want to talk about, and then we'll get into WandaVision. But a live-action Harry Potter series is apparently on the, in the works with HBO Max. That's all we know. We don't know what this means. This, this could easily be something before like I, like Harry Potter. I don't know if they're going to actually focus on Harry himself. I think it's just going to be in the world of witchcraft and wizardry that is Harry Potter, so they could easily do, like, a show all around, like, what form the house is, you know? Like, the Hufflepuff, the Ravenclaw, all that shit. They could do an entire, like, maybe Tom Riddle show. They could do, like, a James and Lily Potter-type fucking show, maybe. I don't know what to expect. I'm very interested. From tweets I've seen, people are like, yo, this is gonna be great. I just hope J.K. Rowling isn't involved or gets a profit out of this, so... Yeah, that's the big thing they have to do is like she maybe can be involved in some capacity, but she can't be writing. She can't be. She got to be a little separated from this project. She can't be profiteering off of this shit because her stock is low, very low. It's lower than Dogecoin. I was going to say Dogecoin's about to go up. No, it's the her stock is the exact opposite of GameStop. That's how bad it is. Yeah. But I'm I'm excited. I mean, just a couple months ago, or probably two months ago by this point, like I did my whole Harry Potter binge of every movie and the two little Newt Scamander movies. Um, so I'm excited to see more Harry Potter. Like this is like Harry Potter has a good time. I feel to try and like you know start getting in there because look at it. Marvel has had their time to shine, and they're going to continue to shine right now. Star Wars is like getting into like their own renaissance i can say like they're getting back into you know being a big powerhouse again who knows when dc will ever figure it out but something like harry potter could easily fit into there especially because like we don't have a game of thrones anymore so this could like 
you know, kind of fit into the mix. I don't think we do have a Game of Thrones anymore, do we? Like there's, a, there's... a Game of Thrones. I think like people were saying maybe Witcher kind of, but like that's still so small at this point that like there's still open ground for that like wizard we or like just you know maybe quote unquote medieval or like magical type of thing that like kind of like that is Game of Thrones ish. I feel like they're kind of like off uh, cut from the same cloth. If I want to say that right. Hmm. No, they're. Uh... There's definitely like kind of that Game of Thrones, like what people are trying to fill. Like they want to, I'm all shows can I honestly try to strive for that because at its peak and even at its worst last season, it was still like the biggest show ever. So if someone can capture that, and Harry Potter already has that built in, everyone fucking knows what it is. Even if you've never seen it, read a book, watched a single scene, you know what Harry Potter is you know, little bits and pieces and they can just, this will get people maybe that haven't watched the series. Maybe that'll get them like, Oh, I'll watch the movies. Then I'll watch this series and what they could do anything. What this uh, like series is about, like you said, go way back or just maybe, you know, it's kind of, it just seems inevitable that the, that some of the main cast would be involved in this. I'm not saying maybe probably Daniel Radcliffe is probably sick of like being known as Harry Potter I know he's like tried to make it on his own. So I'm a stone. Ron's been doing, Ron just looked like Ed Sheeran. That's pretty much what he's done since yeah. Harry Potter's ended. And like, good for him. You get, you get that check. What more do you have to do? You're fucking Ron Weasley. But you know, I, I definitely intrigued because big fan of the Harry Potter uh, movies. I haven't seen the two fantastic beasts. Cause I just, I know the first one I heard was like good, but I heard the second one wasn't. And I just, I don't know. I kind of want to watch something where it's, it, I know it kind of involves like Dumbledore and stuff like that, but I want like the Harry Potter I grew up in. That's yeah. what I want, really. Dumbledore is in the second one. He's not in the first one, but he's in the second one. And because there's like, there's this big battle that they've mentioned before with, Dumbledore, like one of his biggest battles ever, you know, besides Voldemort one. And that's what this third movie is supposed to kind of showcase. Cause like the guy he's like feuding with is also possibly his lover type deal or a lover. Um, I would say as a fan, give it a try, you know, at some point, probably like wait until they're done with this, like movies and then just fucking just get them out of the way. Probably I'm not going to say the worst thing ever. I know like, Lights, Camera, Barstool hates this series. Like, mm-hmm. I know they don't like it at all, especially the second one. But um, I wouldn't say it's the worst thing in the world. I would just say it's like, it's not the same Harry Potter we're used to, but I don't think that's what they were trying to do anyway. Because, like, it's just different. It was very different. No, it makes sense. To, you don't want to do this. Like, you don't want this, like, this series, if they make it where, like, it's them older it's involving their children like it should be like a little bit even though like the last i'd say two possibly three harry potter movies it got pretty serious and everything but maybe they become a little bit like more mature and stuff in this series especially because it's gonna be like on hbo max which i mean hbo is known for it's you know doing more mature content so maybe it's more serious matters exactly yes uh (laughs) Making incest cool, pretty much. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm not saying they have to do that, but are you saying incest is cool? <laughs> I mean, did Game of Thrones not make incest cool? Are we going to act like it didn't? It didn't make me want to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it made it look cool because cool people were doing it. I'm not saying so, we yeah. do it. I'm saying they would look made it look cool. Hey, they were all fucking so. <laughs> Everybody it's, it's, was it's a separate universe. I'm not saying people should do it. I'm saying they made it look cool. They tried to make man ass cool. I will say that. <laughs> yes, they did. They did do that a lot. Or did or did they try or did Spartacus try more? Spartacus had a lot of man ass. Both, I think. Uh, they they tried their hardest. But I'm interested to see at the at the very least, just to see what could happen. It can't be like I don't think it's going to be god fucking awful, but it would just be cool because like it would be nice to see like more stories in this universe, especially because like people fucking are ride or die for the Harry Potter universe. So to get more content in that area is pretty cool. You know, just hopefully J.K. Rowling isn't too heavily involved or isn't involved at all. There's definitely people that could continue this without her. You know. Oh yeah. Don't be a fuck up. So, there's plenty of great writers that could make this work. Even probably writers that were involved in the, you know, the original movies and everything that could probably whip stuff up. Uh, I'm just I'm wondering what this is going to be about. That's the whole thing. And yeah, this would be cool. Who knows? Maybe they might like do it like something specifically just on like Dumbledore because they casted Jude Law for those movies. Mm Uh, Fantastic Beast movie. So Jude Law, great actor. So it'd be cool to see like if they throw him in there again. I bet Jude Law'd be down. Uh, but let's see. Um, before we just dive into WandaVision, which will just be the main part of this show, uh, what have you seen any like recently? Like, is there anything cool that you've watched or been watching? I only ask you this just because so then I can mention a movie I saw. But mm-hmm. I figured it'd be cool, you know, tell people what we've been watching lately, just in case they're interested too. Uh, any recommendations of sorts, maybe, of things you've seen? I uh, haven't really watched any movies recently. Uh, been, uh, well, let's say I just finished it like a few weeks ago. If no, no one's ever watched Peaky Blinders, do that right away. It is such a great show. Also, very easy to go through because there's six episodes a season. Oh, really? An hour long. Oh, okay. it's, it's perfect. And they announced that there's going to be last season and a movie. So, you know, I can't, I, I wish maybe I had done this rewatch a little closer to the next season, the last season that's going to come out, but I'm glad I finally got to it. And it's a hell of a fucking show. Like just pretty much it's the British mob really. And just phenomenal characters all around. Tom Hardy is involved in it, and he gives... Oh, Tom, Tom Hardy's in this show. What Tom okay. Hardy does is he's always fucking great, and it's very unique and very good, I have to say. But overall, definitely recommend that. I'll say in everything I've seen Tom Hardy in, I've really enjoyed it, even though, like, for example, people love this shit on Venom, but I feel like also people love that they like... Like, hate that they love Venom at the same time, because I didn't hate it when we saw it. It's also funny when I think about when we watched it, it was me, you, Liam in our living room and like Anthony would come down randomly like, yo, you guys are watching Venom? Yo, sick. <laughs> I do remember watching it. I mean, yeah, I I enjoyed Venom and I think really the big like uh, thing I didn't like, I, I just didn't really enjoy the villain. That was pretty much it. And 
Yeah, it was weird. That was, but oh, I was like good. It wasn't it wasn't great or it wasn't shitty. I just thought it was good. Something I definitely need to rewatch again just to form a bit more of opinion on. But okay, so Peaky Blinders. Yeah, that's definitely something I've been in like in my head. I'm like I need to check it out at some point. I just don't know like when. Um, because there's like I the list I have. It's like. Mm of shows that I've either started before and never finished or like shows that like, I just know I need to watch. It's huge. So it's a matter of, I guess, filling out, fi- figuring out when I'm going to fill that void and like get it done. Probably I'd say before the movie happens. Like for me, like before this prequel movie of Sopranos comes out, I'm going to need to watch Sopranos. So I, I still got mm-hmm. some time, but I need to get it out of the way so I can make sure I can watch the prequel. Okay. Peaky blinders. All right. For me, well, movie I watched yesterday, it was a very random movie for me to watch, too, because I saw an Instagram for ad for it. And, you know, sometimes Instagram ads can lead you astray, but this one, surprisingly pretty good. Promising Young Woman is a movie that just came out on the 25th of January. So I watched that interesting cast, too. You got Alison Brie, who Greg fucking loves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got... Uh, Carrie Mulligan, who's the main, I never really heard of her before, but the she, other people that are on here are pretty big. You're about to say she she was in the people probably most know her. She was in Great Gatsby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't I remember Great Gatsby at the same time. I also forget her. Um, so we got uh Joe um Max Greenfield, who's Schmidt. Everyone knows Schmidt. <laughs> he plays Joe Mclemore the <laughs> third. It's a great fucking name. Uh, we got Jennifer Coolidge, who's um, what's her face's mom, uh, Stifler's mom, right? Yeah, no, the, yeah. so we got mom. we got uh, Clancy Brown, Mr. Krabs, yep, <laughs> we got McLovin, we got Alfred Molina, we that got guy. Bo Burnham. This cast was very interesting. Um, and the trailer for the movie basically just to sum it up, it basically looks like a woman who is pretending to be drunk because this happens a lot. We went to college. We've grown up. We know this happens. Guys prey on drunk girls. And they'll take them home, try and have their way with them and shit like that. Well, uh, uh, Carrie Mulligan, her character, she pretends to be drunk just so guys to take her home. And then she's like, snaps out of it and then the guy's like wait what the fuck you're not drunk like what the hell and it's just this movie's basically like a big psychological thriller very interesting because something happens to a friend of hers which leads her to being like this yep sup homie (laughs) shout out to mr finn (laughs) was that mr finn Mr. <laughs> but um this movie is basically a big thriller involving like you know and tells you a big lesson too in the end because of like you know people take advantage of drunk girls it happens all the fucking time in our society if this movie proves anything it's how awful men are and a lot of it seems a little bit exaggerated but when you think hard i could see every like aspect that's happened i could see this imagining it happened before you know, and I was very surprised on how good this movie was. It felt like weird at times. There was parts where like, you know, like it changed up, like out of nowhere became like kind of this love story because she ends up falling for Bo Burnham. It's not like who, you could tell from the trailers. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? It's Bo Burnham. 
You can tell from the trailer, so not too much of a spoiler. But honestly, I thought it was really fucking good. People were good in their roles. I suggest it. I would rate the movie a nice, like, 8.5 out of 10. I watched it with Lauren, and she rated this, like, a 7 out of 10, which I was very surprised. I'm like, and this is one I'm going to say it right here in this episode, too. I'm not going to start believing any of her movie takes anymore because I was like, wait, wait, you rated this a 7. But we watched Cuties, and you were, you gave that like yeah, a nine point like two. Yeah, yeah, she, 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 that was her favorite movie of all time. Coming off Basically, that review, yeah. So I don't know how do I feel about her anymore. This is really becoming a tear in our relationship. But solid fucking movie. The guys that like Cameron Barstool gave it like a ninety three. They buttered it up. So I recommend this movie. I recommend people to check it out, especially because the message behind it. There's a great twist in the movie. It was fun to watch, better than what I expected. Maybe wait till it's not nineteen ninety nine to rent it, but definitely give it a try when it comes out to standard streaming services, like probably like an Amazon Prime or Netflix or HBO or some shit. I'm glad you brought up the nineteen ninety nine because that's pretty much the only reason I haven't watched this movie because I've just heard very good things and like the trailers that I saw. Remember for like seeing like last month, it was. I thought for I thought at first I feel like the first two times I saw like the trailers I thought it was like a this is gonna be like an HBO show or like a Showtime show I didn't realize it was gonna be a movie so I thought it was just gonna be a woman doing this for like a whole like series which I can honestly see that being a series too yeah It'd be very interesting but and also like when I saw that McLovin was involved Schmidt was involved Bo Burnham was involved I'm like yeah definitely need to see this and I I also hear Carrie Mulligan's like they're saying this is like she's gonna get at least the nomination Oscar for her performance. That's at least what like the guys at LCB were saying, like how good it was. So yeah, I'm was... definitely, definitely going to watch it. Just don't know when. Yeah. Surprisingly good. Cause when I saw it, like I just generically thought it would be an interesting movie just to see because of like the tale that it, the tale that it's telling, because like I mentioned already, this is something that, women deal with all the fucking time and it's unfortunate because you know it just proves like fucking people suck that's the shit happens and like um surprisingly enough very interesting the movie it was um and kept me interested throughout the entire time and just like the characters did their did their roles really well like lorraine uh lorraine cox lorraine cox i think i'm pronouncing her name wrong but you probably heard laverne Laverne cox yeah She's like in Orange is a New Black and she's been in other stuff. She was good in her role and just like everyone fit their role. Alfred Molina was pretty dope. It was great to see him because I really haven't seen him since he's been Dr. Octopus and now he's going to be Dr. Octopus again. So um, overall, I recommend. Um, Now we could get into WandaVision. Uh, fucking, fucking A. What an episode. What a fucking episode. This is like... You know, like... I'm I'm upset because I definitely feel... You know, there's casual fans of the MCU that don't like this show because it's not what they're used to. But if you stick around long enough, and basically you stick around to this fourth episode, you're like, oh, this is what we've been wanting, blah, blah, blah. Mind you, is like someone that could appreciate, you know, shows or movies or just stick around for the long term. It's been great. Been this entire time it's been different which i liked and this was a gamble they took that worked out for them 
And this fourth episode revealed some fucking shit. Spoilers, obviously. But thank God, this was a really good episode. And just, they keep fucking doing it. 30 minutes, and it makes me upset because I want more. And then obviously I'm going to watch the fucking next fucking week. But, ah, fucking great shit. Absolutely. It just, it keeps getting better. That's what they, I feel like with each episode, they, like the first two were pretty similar, but they were just moving up to certain stuff the third one it's like oh this shit shit's going down but again we don't know and then they pretty much told us a good amount still not everything in this fourth episode and honestly just the beginning pretty much it, it was very reminiscent i feel like of the end game beginning where you know you knew shit like because you didn't see the marvel credits yet and they just started right into the action and it was fucking uh monica uh it's monica monica rambo like yep being unblipped pretty much becoming coming back and then finding out that she was part of the snap you know just that was that was fucking cool just like the moment you get right into it you're like coming straight out of the blip you know the fucking snap the dusting whatever you want to fucking call Mm it and it was cool it just like the way that like cgi was done it looked really cool it was and the whole hospital scene like clearly she doesn't know what the fuck's going on everyone else that was originally was there like doesn't know what's going on but the people who like have gone through this shit be like yo what the hell you're alive like yeah it it brings back that point and what's funny is because apparently the Russo brothers were saying, oh, yeah, like when people came back from the blip, it was very peaceful. It was normal. Like it wasn't normal, but everything was OK. And clearly this one, like that hospital was going insane. They didn't know what to fucking do with themselves. I mean, straight chaos. And then just thinking in her shoes that she wakes up thinking she just, she just woke up pretty much from like a nap. But no, it's fucking five years into the future and really sucks as your mom is dead. <laughs> like you just find that and she's been dead for a few years now and you're just finding this out. It's like, uh, it's, it's just fucking crazy. And then like, just pretty much also just went right back to like, it was like a regular, like MCU film after just fucking insanity pretty much. Yeah. And then just like the rest of the fucking episode, just pretty much going through the last three episodes, really seeing all this shit from the outside perspective. It, it's I know it's answering questions, but you still have what the it's, oh, every time what the fuck is happening? That's literally what the show is. It's just what what in the fuck. You know, it was, uh, it was very interesting. They pointed it out because I watched the new Rockstar reviews and, like, breakdowns of the episodes. It was pretty funny because they mentioned, because, you know, they're panning around throughout the hospital as Monica Rambeau is going crazy and, like, figuring out what, trying to figure out what's going on. Like, they, like, cut and you show, you see a room where a guy, like, is, like, getting unblimped and he's, like, popping up in a room and there was already, like, a woman in there and, like, she's on the bed. So for her, she's she's, like clearly wasn't blipped she was there next thing you know you got some random fucking stranger just popping up in your fucking room like clearly that guy was there for somebody else to watch over next thing you know he's like who the fuck are you like, uh, 
that was pretty funny just to think like all the weird experiences that definitely went on throughout like this entire the blip stuff like if they did like a weird not a mini series yeah a mini series or like a like a limited time series just on like you know like some people's random lives coming back together after the blip like how, like kind of like what they kind of showed from us from far from home when you saw like you know like oh this kid was like in fifth grade and now he's in fucking like you know he's like 10 for whatever you know and this other kid's like still the same age like it was like they made it a little funny and shit like that which, my, which would be nice my younger brother is older than me now makes no yeah. sense yeah <laughs> like stuff like that would be just really funny to see like it doesn't have to be like too superhero ish. it would just be a nice little thing they could do like i know they had this thing i forget the name of it but it was like basically the cleanup crews for like all the disasters that happens they had like a little mini shorts for those i forgot what exactly it's called but something like that you know com- connecting smaller pieces of the universe together it's a little funny no i would uh, definitely would enjoy a series like that like i know the pretty much the two instances we've seen is this one in the series and the <laughs> what's in far from home where it's like the band they're playing a basketball game and the band just reappears pretty much and that one <laughs> guy in the tuba gets knocked. yeah gets fucking knocked and then <laughs> i guess <laughs> kind of uh here yeah yeah those are really the only two and it would just if other mcu films which i feel like might you know show flashbacks or stuff like that and of course like i feel like this one was very serious, but I think there's got to be a ton of like funny ones they could do, like maybe oh, yeah, like, maybe involve you know in the next de- in next Deadpool movie, you know I feel like he could just be going around seeing people re blipped, and you know. oh yeah, like imagine getting blipped while you're having sex, like that sucks. Like, and let's say let's say you're on the bed with someone, you get re blipped, would you then? just be on top you would just be on top of someone else if they're in this bed say that person moved away or whatever that would be be very awkward (laughs) i've seen some memes where it's like someone was like given head during the blip and then next thing you know they fucking come back in their mouth (laughs) it was some stupid shit uh but on to a little bit more serious stuff um i never knew that wandavision takes place three weeks after endgame I didn't know that's when this is all set up around, which also is like a little bit more than a year or a little bit less. There's somewhere in between there. This is before Far From Home, but after three weeks of Endgame. I never knew that. It's something that was like I saw people confirming recently. Yeah, it was. I feel like it was only confirmed. Like they said, I'm pretty sure they were just vague when they're saying like this happens after Endgame, but like that could be any like. They didn't spec- that I feel like they didn't, or there weren't these whole like people confirming it until this week, saying that it was three weeks after Endgame. Which you know, this makes a lot of fucking sense. <laughs> that maybe in the three weeks after this, Wanda seems like she might be going crazy or just wanting to be with Vision. Possibly, I mean, it looks like she might just be having his corpse with her. <laughs> yeah that was fucking insane just to see his corpse pop up out of fucking nowhere we all know like clearly visions there and you know darcy by the way it was great to see darcy back for many reasons but Mm. you know 
Mm. Anyway, like it was great to see Darcy back, and she like, and she says what everyone else has been saying, like, yeah, like Vision's he's yeah. not flipped, you know, he's like dead, dead, he's right? Dead. <laughs> and then next thing you know, fucking Wanda turns around and just sees his walking corpse. Which, if you think about it, that's probably what's realistically happening. Mm-hmm. She's having this wa- this dead man walk around, and like it's just crazy because, like, next thing you know, like she looks again and he's normal. Which you know they could do this again, and you know what? It's creepy as fuck to see him just like this. <laughs> no, that I. There's been a few times already in the series where, like, my I was just like, holy, like holy shit, jaw on the floor. Like that was like what the like and kind of like brought you back a little bit like damn they really went there (laughs) like i thought it was just they were just like she was just thinking maybe in her head oh yeah he's dead no it's probably that she literally has his dead body and she's just creating this entire thing with his just dead body and what seems to be people she's kind of abducted in her own reality (laughs) yeah and and that's very interesting because it looks like there's like from last week's episode with herb it looks like there's people who are aware of this, you know, it's not like they're like there and have no clue. It looks like they're at least for Herb and it's still, there's a big question when it comes to like what the hell's up with Agnes, but like clearly some people are aware that they're not supposed to be here. And this is kind of like a fucking role playing game in a way. You're just playing a fucking role here and you're trapped. But, and then even the doctor before too, he's like, Oh, you know, can't escape these little towns. Like, it's been clear, and now it's it's even more clear that this is just she basically took over this entire fucking town, and not even just the town, but even underneath it. Like, you know, like they have the guy who was a beekeeper who originally just wasn't a beekeeper. He was a guy in a hazmat suit tried to go through, and then he transforms into the beekeeper, and it's because the whole fucking area of it is sucked in by Wanda's magic. You know, she has this like fucking spell on this town. And it's crazy how much, like, she can influence it. Fucking bend reality to her fucking will. And I saw people were saying a lot of this could do, like, her powers because it came from the Infinity Stones here. But probably she got stronger when it came with everything else that happened with the Infinity Stones. So all the snaps that happened, she has this, like, her powers, like, similar to, like, the energy is, like, of the Big Bang, which is what basically made the Infinity Stones in a way in this universe, I think. So she could be a lot more powerful than we fucking know nowadays. And this could how she makes fucking mutants she fucking just does it herself yeah and this also has made me think like uh, of course R.I.P. but like Pietro really got the shit end of the deal with that where she pretty much has the powers of the stone and literally the big bang and all he does is he runs very fast yeah not fast fast. enough (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately and also we didn't bring this up last week but it's really fucked up that this is the first time last episode was the first time we heard his name or him even brought up since he died. Like, yeah. that's really fucked up. Like, it's yeah. pretty much, that, and it's of course just Marvel, but at the same time, like, it made sense why they didn't bring him up because the guy was really in one movie, not that important, but and Wanda kind of got over him and then was just trying to fuck uh, an AI robot and then just fell in love with him and said, fuck my brother. I love this one. And then when he dies, I'm very sad. Wasn't as sad when my brother died. <laughs> like he dies. She kind of gets over it. Boom. Then vision dies. 
she doesn't get over at all. And now all of a sudden it's even worse now because someone mentions Pietro Mm -hmm. and she fucking boots them out of reality, AKA Monica Rambeau. And now clearly not only is she reminded of the fact that vision is dead by seeing vision. Oh yeah. Now she's kind of reminded on the fact that, Oh yeah, her brother's dead too. You know, it's fucking wild. And then I'm just like all signs to her point pointing that she is just controlling this so much but is it she is controlling this or is it somehow agnes or another force that's controlling her and making the like also controlling these people at the same time like i there's still so many questions even though there's a good amount answered in this in this uh episode like that uh little helicopter was a drone that uh, Monica Rambeau and Jimmy Wu. Who? Oh, that guy needs to be in more things. This show, this episode, really made me appreciate Jimmy Wu a lot more, especially because the callback that he does in this, where he just, you know, Jimmy Wu, FBI, <laughs> flips out That's the a- card, which is just straight from Ant Man, where he like goes to Ant Man, he's like, "How'd you do it?" He's like, "What <laughs> card trick?" And then there's that scene where he's like trying Dude. to do the card trick, and someone like freaks him the fuck out. He's like, "Yo, what the fuck?" <laughs> and I love that he nailed the card mm-hmm. trick and it just shows that like if they brought like kind of like I was saying before like a little show of like certain things like that if you just made a show of all the random characters in the MCU that don't get enough airtime and like make it a fucking comedy you give him you put Darcy some other fucking people it could be really fucking funny <laughs> uh well I just kind of off ant-man if you had throw Luis in there and oh i feel god. like you got something cooking oh my god yeah you throw Luis in there too shit but yeah, but yeah jimmy woo great that's honestly i thought i just of course i just didn't think of that right away but i thought oh that was really cool that he was just like being cocky because he kind of looked lame in ant and the wasp but now he's like a cool guy i'm like oh watching again i'm seeing all things oh he did the fucking trick that's that's again. That's just how good Marvel is. It's it's similar to like how Star Wars is good calling backs and everything with like the Mandalorian. That was just like kind of perfect. How oh, it's like a little, you know, really nothing seen in Ant Man and the Wasp, and it's just kind of quickly shown in this. And you know, it just it, it, it makes everyone appreciate. And then yeah, he's. He is pretty funny, and I, I hope there's more interactions between him and Darcy because I feel like that was very good. Yeah, the whole potato chip scene. <laughs> like, oh, do you want one while they're watching the the kids? He's like, yeah, I've always been like, Jimmy Woo, give him a little FBI badge. And <laughs> she shakes the chips. He's like, oh, you meant the chip. <laughs> I was like, he was just funny. The dude like just did his part really well, and you know, it's something like. You understand an Ant-Man and the Wasp, but you don't appreciate that much because he's just a fucking narc. Mm-hmm. And then this, like, he's more of, like, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And it fits his role perfect. Then, like, I've always loved him. Asian Jim. Asian Jim. And Kim, Kim Jong. Yeah, Kim Jong. <laughs> he does some great fucking work. But um, I like how they were trying to piece the shit together. Jimmy Woo was. You saw on that fucking bored he's like okay one why is this sitcom shows he's like i feel like a lot of people are asking why is it sitcom shows 
He's like, dude, what's up with the hexagons? Because that's something, if you notice, there's hexagons in everything. Like, mm-hmm. every little part of her little series, there's, like, hexagons involved. I saw someone point out the town is in the shape of a hexagon with, like, the perimeter that's been made around it. Uh-huh. Um, so that's a good question. Um, is Vision is dead? <laughs> <laughs> is he alive? <laughs> that's another but, I mean, question. if you if all indications look like it if for them like it looks like he's alive guys in a sitcom yeah it's just so weird like the way like it's just being broadcasted back to him in the way of like fucking television and it's like what's funny is too is like for us we see it as like you know producer this and that because it made sense we're watching a fucking show but no for them too like they have producers written on there and all that crap i'm like Wow, Wanda is really good at fucking storytelling, <laughs> to say the fucking least. <laughs> but that's also like it's crazy that it's pretty much us and the whole sword or whatever FBI, whatever. We're all of us are watching this together, and they're even more confused than us, and we're really fucking confused. At least we can be like, ah, oh, Vision's dead. They're like, oh, Vision might be alive. We don't know. It's it's very interesting dynamic and. I just don't. It's just I'm guessing the next episode is going to be another. Just they're going to go back to the sitcoms, which I, that's also why I, I've enjoyed the sitcoms more than I thought. I thought I was going to be like kind of sick of them, but I want to see more and more of that. But this episode was just perfect. That it went away from just being the sitcom show with it being like, oh, something's wrong here. This was just strictly fucking other people seeing what we're seeing going what the actual fuck is happening <laughs> this makes yeah. no sense the t- two avengers in a sitcom like the two most powerful avengers pretty much are just in a fucking sitcom and they're like yeah that's what's happening right now <laughs> they've done it so well i just really love the sitcom aspect of it because like from all indications are pointing that this is a limited time series i don't think they've confirmed it or not but i don't think they're gonna if they were to continue on more on WandaVision, it can't be the same way. But it would be interesting, let's say, if they did, like, dramas. Like, they had their own fucking Law & Order or some shit. Like, that would be funny just to see, like, if they continued in this, like, realm. But, like, I think, I don't know when, maybe in the next two episodes, we're going to get, like, a Modern Family type of episode. Which is, mm-hmm. it's just interesting that they can do this, you know. And one of the other things that comes out of this show it very much clearly shows that Wanda is not mentally fucking stable. That girl is losing her fucking mind. And this could point to, like, you know, there's this comic that everyone keeps referring to that this might be really based off of, which is called House of M. The biggest thing that comes out of that is, you know, Wanda says no more mutants and gets fucking rid of mutants. Well, people are saying, what if they just do the switch? And this might very much be what they do. And, Wanda like basically creates mutants. Um, another thing is people are saying that I saw. So uh, possibly like what if when like Wanda pushes out Monica Rambeau, somehow that push kind of like gives Monica powers because at some point she's a superhero. I'm forgetting the name of what she is in the top of my head, but she does become a superhero. Photon, I believe I heard. Yeah, something like that. So this could be like, you know, what if she starts getting powers off this? It's all like, has like, it really shows that Monica, I mean, Wanda is like a big focal point 
possibly to the beginning of this entire universe, which I'm pretty excited about. And I mean, if this continues, it might make it where is she, does she become a villain or just someone that like, I don't know, similar to uh, like Jean Grey, where she it's not that she's like really bad. It's that her she, she's just consumed really by her powers and everything that shit just hits the fan, really. And maybe that's what happens in the next Doctor Strange movie, because really it will make sense if this is she's creating her own dimensions. He's somehow involved in doing the, you know, the sorcery the the thing the magic stuff yeah. little magic hands <laughs> pretty much a little bit magic hand stuff but uh, i'm very interested i wonder if we're gonna like now that we've heard the name of ultron will maybe we get like a flashback of ultron or will we, like voltron fucking randomly pop up in here like somehow that would be fucking cool ultron's just the next door neighbor somehow that would be funny. He was very comical in the fucking movie. That's one of the redeeming par- parts of uh, that movie. He was very comical. Um, I wonder if, because people have said it, what if we see like Quicksilver, but not the Quicksilver from this universe, but from the X-Men universe. I do wonder if we would see her Pietro. It's very interesting too, because I've told you this privately on our own, like off the side, but I just saw Godzilla and guy who plays pietro and wanda they're fucking they're together in that movie and godzilla and that was very weird to see them kiss after the last time i saw them together they're brother and sister but who knows what if they're they bring him back randomly for something another incest people people are trying to make it happen i i I don't know why but hey they're they're trying to make it cool i I just don't get it you know it's, it's it's weird things in hollywood Hollywood's pushing an agenda, and I don't know if this is the agenda they should really be pushing. Uh, but, I mean, it's just, and like the biggest thing also is like, what the, like, they're going to be talking to Monica and everything about what just happened. Like, what's her response? Like, was she controlled or was she trying to somehow manipulate being in that whole Wanda universe pretty much? And, try to get as much information uh it's again it's just looking forward to the next episode and that's really all you can ask for in a series like this yeah we got uh five more episodes left which is great but also at the same time it's like oh man five more episodes and like the thing is like it's gonna probably just have a very big open end to it and i don't think this is like i don't think it'll pick up or maybe it will, but I don't know if like Falcon and the Winter Soldier are going to really touch on it. So mm. I'm very curious to just see what's the next part. Because a lot of this was like, wasn't Falcon and the Winter Soldier supposed to come out before WandaVision? Yeah, it was. So I have a feeling they're not going to connect. Either they're not going to connect, or maybe they did some small things in post or whatnot to make them connect in some way, or at least answer some questions. I don't know. But... Like you said, I'm very excited to see what the hell is going on here. Agnes is still sus. She didn't have an ID when they pulled out everyone else's ID. Extremely sus. So big time sus. Um, I saw this one theory because, you know, Jimmy Woo started popping up there. A part of it was also that missing persons case. So there's a person that fucking disappeared. I believe from what it was saying, they disappeared into 
Wanda's universe. So what if this missing person is related to who's possibly controlling everything? A.K.A. what if this missing person is Agnes's husband? A.K.A. the devil or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it is. I, I, I didn't hear any theories, but I think the husband is the most sus because we have never seen him. So. I know it's a classic trait in in these old school comedy shows to be like, oh yeah, my husband sucks, but you never see the husband or the wife or some shit like that because that happens in shows. But all it's pointing to is sus, sus, sus. Vote him out. Red is the sus guy. To extreme levels of susness, and uh, I, it does suck that there is only five episodes left because I feel like it's just gonna get even more and more crazy, but. Again, at least we got. It's going to jump right into Captain Winter Soldier, uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier, and uh, then I, I just I have a feeling because if this is just a one season thing, that at the end of this, there's going to be a connection to one of the upcoming new movies, whether it's Spider Man or more likely like Doctor Strange. Somehow, like that sets it up, but. Yeah, so if I feel like cause if if Spider Man comes out, wait, does Doctor Strange come out this year too? I believe it comes out next year, but okay, I, so I don't know means, what delays. And I know Spider Man's yeah. supposed to come out December of this year. Yeah, so I feel like I feel like these have to connect somehow, like WandaVision and Spider Man, because if if the rumors are as true as they seem to be, and we're getting all these different types of Spider-Mans, Wanda must be cracking up the multiverse somehow. And then, like, part of, like, Doctor Strange is going to be involving, like, trying to piece together everything again and fix it or at least fucking explain it. So, God, Marvel is so fucking good. And we're in, we're very lucky, you know. We're, we're able to be born at a time where we've seen, you know, the original Spider-Man movies. And back when there wasn't really that much of comic book movies and now we're in a comic book renaissance if i could use that word again i think i'm using it right so <laughs> i may use it again we're in a glory the golden age of comic book movies and shows so this is something to take advantage of and hopefully it'll continue to stay this fucking good and never fall to a point where it's getting so bad that we're like just please stop we're, we're kind of like comic book movied out we kind of just got a whole year without like a lot of it so we're in a point now where like we're craving it so good to see what we're getting out of this i'm fucking excited yes uh couldn't agree with you more extremely excited especially because it's just awesome to still feel this way even with the culmination that was endgame and like how it was pretty much like to use really a wrestling to the end of an era kind of deal where you know that r.i.p iron man you know but like and just like Pretty much just end that, and then, of course, there's more stuff to come, and you're still just excited because they keep putting it. Like, this is, like, really the first step of the new At Hours Far From Home and everything, but, like, this just seems like it's going to bring the MCU to a whole different level, especially with these shows. And then, you know, the movies, really hoping that it's the next Spider-Man. It's going to be the the two other Spider-Men involved, which a post Instagram post that Tom Holland said today might've indicated that something, cause they're shooting right now. He said, uh, I'll read the quote that said today was easily one of the highlights of my career. For those of you that were 
there, you know what I'm talking about. And for those of you that weren't, you better buckle up. I have a feeling he might have shot with Andrew oh. Garfield and uh, Tony McGuire. And Japanese Spider-Man. <laughs> if you, you should still go watch. I don't know if you've had the time to watch it yet, but the Marvel 616 thing, they have a whole thing on Japanese Spider-Man. Very funny. Very interesting, to say the least, because it's totally different from what Spider-Man is. There's literally a talking spider in there. Which, but, which there probably should have been in the original. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know what? This is fucking good, you know? It's, it's fucking great that we're in a time like this. And, uh, honestly, thank God money keeps the world going, you know? Because Marvel could have easily said, at the end of Far From Home, which is, like, what closes off the last phase of that universe or that timeline and you could say that phase yeah literally phase they could have been like you know we don't need to keep making movies we made so much money for marvel and disney we could take a break but you know what everyone's fucking greedy which is great so now we get more we get more even more and then even when we get sick of it which just doesn't look like the case but if we do there's still gonna be more exactly so all that being said i think that's the end of this episode pretty happy of what we got let's see what more to come thank you finn as always of course being a part of this um i never say this but you know what you can check me out on twitter at jobro316 that's my twitter for everything else finn do you want people to know your twitter you uh, my, it my, my twitter I, I it's brian finn 1015 I, I don't even really know my twitter handle i just you don't even tweet really you I, just i'm just on the tweet i'm on the while. you know you're on I, twitter I'm, a, I'm always on twitter i like you, you know you know, people should follow you on Twitter and DM you photos of, like, I don't know, coleslaw or some shit like that. There's this one guy on TikTok oh, that he hates coleslaw. And people, he's a very funny TikTok guy. And uh, people just send him photos of coleslaw. And he's like, what the fuck? Cut that shit out. Yeah, yeah don't do that. I'm not, a f- like, I don't hate, I mean, I'm not just not a fan of coleslaw, but no, I wouldn't, I would not want that. Shane's definitely going to do that if he listens to this. Somebody got to the end of this episode, starts sending you coleslaw videos. I think I'll like bring them on to the episode. Yeah, yeah. No, they they would they should be on if that happens. (laughs) Well, that peace, people. Okay, that's your episode for Monday, February first. I hope you liked it. I hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you think about Wandavision. Right now, it's my favorite thing at the moment because, well, it's the newest thing I've been able to keep watching. And for a Marvel show, it's not what you expect, but God, is it good. It's different. If you appreciate shows and movies and just appreciate, I guess you could call it cinema, you'll probably really like this. And if you could just hold on and wait to to get to what you want from a Marvel show, it'll be there. So if you're a casual fan, give it a good try. And if you're a diehard fan, you'll, you'll get there. You know, you'll be right there for it. So... All that being said, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you again for listening. As always, follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and tick, uh, Twitter. That's at Project underscore Kfabe. Thank you so much, guys. Catch you on Wednesday where Quade and I talk about the Royal Rumble. All right. Peace out, people. <laughs> <laughs>